Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Am Lacey Unleashed podcast. My name is Lacey Shea Healy. I am still pretty sick. I don't remember if I was sick, maybe getting sick the last time I recorded a podcast, maybe five or so days ago. I was probably just starting to get it, but I am still pretty sick. I feel better today. I feel like I'm on the road to recovery, um, but I still feel like the inside of a trash can that hasn't been cleaned. And, you know, that's okay. That's one of the things that happens when you uh, have sick kids that bring home, just have kids in general that bring home every sickness. So um, it's been a while since I've been sick, so I'm going to be grateful. Like, I don't actually even remember the last time I was sick. It's been, I don't even think I've been sick this year. So I'm going to take it. But today, you guys, today is a big day. Um, It's a day filled with a lot of mixed emotions, a day filled with a lot of just like stirring, if you will. My dad passed away a year ago today. Um, It feels like so long ago, but then sometimes it feels like I could be transported and be in the living room like when they were coming to get him and it kind of started and then my sister getting here and my brother getting here and all of that. And, um, I'm grateful for all of the lessons that I've learned in the last year. I think I've talked to you guys enough about how this year has been the hardest year of my life. Like since he passed, like the year that he was sick was hard, but it was hard in a different way. I don't think anything prepared me for how brutal it was. Like really after he was gone, um, there was kind of like a three month, like, are we even really living life like this now? And then, you know, I've talked a lot about how January on was just such deep sadness and so much trauma looping and so many things unearthing. Um, and that really goes into what I'm going to talk about today. Christopher and I both didn't feel well this weekend. I'm unashamed to say that my girls spent the majority of the weekend in front of a TV watching cartoons. Leanna was drawing portraits of Taylor Swift. Um, Maymay was watched college football. And Christopher and I sat at the kitchen counter and on the couch and in bed with our computers really starting to make plans for the future. And one of the things he said to me, and he talked about this a bit on his stories yesterday, and I had never thought of it in this perspective, but I don't think I'll ever not think of it this way again, was the idea around being proactive versus reactive in your life or playing offense versus playing defense in your life. And I don't think I'd ever really thought about this because up until this last year, I have very much always led my life on the offensive or in a proactive stance. I would say that now kind of looking at it this way, maybe my secret weapon to why I've been so successful in my business is that I have always acted from a really proactive stance. I think back to 2014 when I was working at a personal training studio and there started to be differences in like core values and I wasn't really sure how much longer I was gonna stay there. In June of 2014, I had the wherewithal to have a conversation with my dad, coincidentally, where 
we started looking at properties for me to rent. I wasn't sure if I was going to leave. I wasn't sure when I was going to leave. I wasn't sure if I was going to leave, but my dad felt it was very important for me to get an idea of where I would go and have all of those ducks planned out in advance. And so we, he called some friends that had some properties. I called some people. I got an idea of like where space was available, the cost, the lease terms, et cetera. And I had all of that in my back pocket and that made Ultimately, when I decided to leave in late November of 2014, I was able to leave. I coached my clients for three weeks during December. It was like the Christmas holidays in my garage and was able to move into a new space to personal train January 1. Never skipped a beat. I was taking new clients and I was able to do that because I was proactive I wasn't sure what was happening. I knew things were not good, but I looked in advance. You know, we were in 2017, we were in the middle of Maylee's adoption. I saw down the line that we had payments coming due in August, September, when we were going to be adopting her. And I knew we didn't necessarily have the cash flow. I came to Christopher and preemptively said, Hey, I want to do this program. It costs a thousand dollars. I think I can make my money back. Can I have a thousand dollars? He gave me $1,000. I made $4,500, I think it was $4,500, three days later. And I began running online fit camps, and that's how we paid for the remainder of the fees. I looked to the future, and I made proactive choices. And being proactive is not just making choices, thinking about the next step. Being proactive is also the energy in which you make those choices. Because I think you could, quote unquote, make a proactive choice, but from a defensive standpoint. And that's going to have a different tone. And one of the things that Christopher said to me this weekend that really resonated was that over the last year, we have made some proactive decisions, but we've made a lot of reactive decisions And a lot of our decisions have been in the feel of defensiveness in guarding ourselves from what we've believed was the next thing that was going to happen that wasn't going to be optimal. And I had to sit there for a moment when he talked about that and recognize that he was exactly right. I have made so many business decisions over the last several years that we're thinking about my future in a positive way. I'm going to hire this mentor that I can't really afford, but I'm going to hire her because I know that she's going to be the person that helps me chart my way to my next step. I'm going to hire an assistant coach before I need an assistant coach because I, I know and see where my business is growing. I'm going to structure my business this way because I see that while we aren't there now, we're going to be there in the future and I want to make sure that the framework is strong. Even last December, I had the foresight to pay both of my mentors in full in advance. I dropped well over $50,000 because I wanted to make sure that my mind was clear and that that was off of my consciousness As I went into the first part of the year, I was being proactive. 
I was looking out in the future for the best interest of my business. But somewhere along the way this spring in the buying of this home, which honestly felt very reactive, buying our home, as much as I hate to admit it, was kind of a reactive purchase, a really big reactive purchase. I don't think there's very many people that spend over a million dollars in a reactive way. Hi, we did. Um, But it was because, you know, we really we had a doctor's appointment with Liana in early January and realized we had all these surgeries on the horizon. She was getting bigger. I already wasn't able to carry her up and down the stairs safely. There was no way for her to get up the stairs on her own. Her bedroom was upstairs. There was no other space to put her other than having Liana take over the ensuite and Christopher and I share one of the guest bedrooms upstairs, which was not optimal. I think every parent can say that that would not be an optimal option. The cost to redo and renovate our house and build her out a downstairs suite was going to be astronomical and take months and months and months. And so from a reactive point of view, we had to decide, hey, we can't stay in this house. We can't stay in this house. Actually, Leanna had a doctor's appointment the day after Christmas. She had a a doctor's appointment December 26th. And that was kind of what kickstarted it. Really and truly, we went under contract on this house, I think it was like January 15th. It happened super fast. We were reacting. We were reacting to the medical news we got to my daughter. We were, for my daughter, we were reacting to the fact that we didn't have a handicap accessible home. We were reacting to the fact that this surgery series was going to take two full years of recovery. Um, And so we reactively bought this home. Was this home a bad choice? No. But was it in the energy of reacting? Yes. And I think many of our decisions this year have been in the energy of reacting to the unexpected things that have happened in our lives. Unexpected things with my daughter, Maylee's school situation, insurance basically saying, We're not going to cover her to get this therapy anymore. You got to find a place for her to go. Leanna's care team basically saying she's going to need not one, but two surgeries. And the recovery for these two surgeries is going to take two full years. My mom being unsure of what life was going to look like without my dad. Christopher unsure about what entrepreneurship was going to start shaping up to look like once we didn't have the burden of, and I hate to say it was a burden, but it it was very time intensive to be taking care of my parents the way we were taking care of my parents in 2021 and 2022 leading up to my dad's death. I was constantly reacting. My dad would end up in the hospital like every other Thursday. I would literally get done with work and I'd end up driving three hours back and forth all over Houston. I was constantly reacting to scenarios with my dad's illness that were literally life and death. I spent a solid year doing that. And all of that has led to a scenario where Christopher and I started to take on this viewpoint that our decisions were to safeguard us against things instead of allowing us to grow and prosper and benefit from things. 
instead of playing offense, we play defense around unknown circumstances that hadn't even happened yet. And because there were so many big life unknown circumstances that happened within a two-year period, we began to operate from a place of like, we were making decisions, but we were making the decisions of like, oh, we better do this to make sure we don't do that. We better do this so we make sure we don't experience that. It was not in the energy of like, oh, we better do this so that we can experience this. It was not, I don't want to say it was negative, but it's had a tone of like safeguarding, waiting for the next hurricane, waiting for the next disaster, waiting for the next this, and trying to play out and make sure that we were taken care of. And so a lot of the risk-taking or putting our chips into the table to move us forward have seemed really scary because we just weren't sure what the next frustrating thing was going to be. And I think him voicing that this weekend kind of knocked me out knocked me between the eyes and made me realize like, oh my gosh, so many of my decisions have been to continue to safeguard for the next storm. Like, oh, we got through this. When's the next one coming? And that's not the type of life I want to live. And that's actually not the type of life that's going to get us to where we want to go. And so the work is in recognizing that decisions from here forward need to be made in the tone of how can we improve things. So I am, here's what I'm going to do. Christopher just got home. I really like this podcast recording. My house is about to turn into mayhem sandwiches. I'm going to go ahead and stop this podcast. We're going to call this part one. And I'm going to part two, you guys, with an update later tonight that I hopefully will have and a conversation about how you need to start being more proactive versus reactive in your business. So let's call this part one. I will talk to you guys soon.